The following recording is from the previous cycle. Today's daf is Bovakama daf nun aleph, and we're at the Mishnah and daf nun on this. So, as we saw yesterday, although it begins dealing with the halachas of a shoshenogach, the mazik of Karen, but it detours significantly into the halachas of Bar. Yesterday, we began the Mishnah on Daf Mem which gets into the halachas of Bar, a very important machloikis, Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yishmael. What is the bar ha'amur batayra? Is it dafka a bar b'shosarabim, or to the contrary, it's dafka a bar that belongs to the bala bar? It's b'shosayachet. He was mafker rishusa. He just was a mafker bayray. Either way, a very important, very yisaidi machlokes tanoim and a machlokes amayram. Had to understand the machlokes tanoim in the sugis of bar. We now will learn another Mishnah regarding the Lachas of Bar and another very important Machloik is something that we saw briefly already earlier in the Masechta, but this is the Makar to another very important Machloik in the Sugi of Bar. It says the Mishnah, Somebody digs a Bar and either a Shar or Chamar falls into the Bar. As the Pasik says, So the one that dug the Bar, albeit is going to be Chayef. So yesterday it's not so posh, and not everybody agrees that everybody agrees that a chayfer bar b'shosarabim is going to be chayef. There is a suggestion that it could be there's a shita satanam that holds that the only time you're ever chayef a bar is if you're a bala bar, if you actually own the bar. If you dug a bar b'shosarabim, you could be responsible for the bar, perhaps, but you're not the bala bar. Either way, that's not the Stam Mishnah. The Stam Mishnah is very important to keep in mind. The Stam Mishnah, Baba Kama, Dafnunam, is that if somebody digs a bar, Bashar Sarabin, he is going to be bar, We'll see in the Gemara, these are five different types of bayrois, five different types of pits, you're going to be chayv. Meaning, although the Torah says bar, you could have thought that maybe only a bar, if it has the technical criteria of a bar, but if it's similar to a bar, but it's not the bar of the Torah, maybe you won't be chayv, says the Mishnah, you're going to be chayv there as well. So then why did the Torah say bar? Just if the average bar is ten tfachim deep, which is deep enough for it to kill an animal that falls inside of it. So too, the only time you're ever going to be chayef, if it's a shiach, a ma'ara, a charetz, a na'etz, will be if it's deep enough to kill the animal. But if it was less than 10 tfachim deep, an animal fell and the animal died, the balabar is not going to be responsible because then it's considered to be some sort of fluke. The only time the owner of the bar is responsible for the death of the shor or chamar is if the bar was deep enough to kill the Sharach Hamar, which the Chacham and Meshire is 10 Tfachim deep, which is why the Torah said bar, because the average bar is 10 Tfachim deep. It's got to teach us that idea. What if the bar was less than 10 Tfachim deep? And the Sharach Hamar fell inside Umeis and died. You're not going to be responsible. If it was only damaged, because although only a bar that's 10 Tfachim deep, can kill, but certainly a bar that's less than 10 tvachim deep can damage. So therefore, if it damages, the Baal bar will be responsible even if it was less than 10 tvachim deep. For the death of the animal, he will not be responsible unless it was 10 tvachim deep. This is the Yisoydi Machlikis that we were talking about in the introduction. When the Torah says that a Baal bar is chayev, you know why he's chayev, it's lehavol de He's chayev 
to the extent that the Shorah that died when it fell into the pit, died because of the hevel, the ear, the foul ear that was inside the pit. However, but he's not chayef if the animal did not die because of the failure, but rather died because it fell, landed on the hard ground on the bottom of the pit, and died, which is a very big chiddush. Because I think if you would ask 100 people, why you chayev for bar, it's because when he fell into a pit, boom, he slammed his head, he died. That's not what it is. Says Rav, you're not chayev for that. The impact of the chavata, the impact of the landing, that's not something you're responsible for. And the reason you're not responsible for it is because it's because that damage happened because of the ground. The ground was there with or without you. You're not responsible for that. You're not going to be chayef. Why then are you chayef? You're chayef because when you dig a pit, you created something. You created hevel. You created a certain atmosphere, a certain ear that's inside this pit, which apparently is detrimental to the health of the animal. So I don't know if it causes the animal to not be able to breathe exactly how it works medically. But somehow the animal was impacted because of this hevel. To the extent the animal died because of the hevel, the balabar is going to be high because he taka created the hevel. But to the extent he didn't die because of the hevel, but rather the animal died because of the chavata, because of the impact. In that case, says Rab, you're not going to be chayv. And we'll see in the Gemara, So Amar Rab, Baruch Shachayv Olav Torah Lahavoli, only chayv if the animal died because of the hevel of the pit. But not if it was because of the chavata. So what do you see? The Rab holds chavata karkelim with a maskelet because the chavata, that's the ground. The ground was there. Before this person ever dug it, he's not responsible for that. Shmuel says, It's true. Yechayev, if the Sharach Hamar died because of the Hevel in the pit, but the Koshkin Lechavata, you're certainly going to be Chayev if it died because of the Chavata. Im Taimah says the Gemar, Lechavata Yamar Tevel Lavala. Maybe Rav and Shmuel are both wrong. Maybe you're not Chayev for Hevel at all. Maybe you're Chayev for Chavata, which is what the average person would have thought before learning this Gemara. Someone says, no, you know why? Because Does it say anywhere in the Pasek that if you would dig a bar and there would be bundles of tzemer, of wool, on the bottom of the bar, so that it would be a soft landing, and it's for sure that the Shara Hamar is not going to die because of the impact on the ground, that the Balabar is going to be potter. It doesn't say that. It sounds like if it's a pit, no matter what you line the bottom of the pit with, the Balabar is going to be chayef. Now, if you're only chayef for chavata, there is no chavata. Elamai, you're not only chayef for chavata, you're chayef for the hevel. And being that the pit has hevel, whether you line the bottom of the pit with something soft or not, it's for that reason that you see that bar shachayi of Torah is for the hevel. The shayla is, is it lahavaloi v'loi lechavate, like Rav said, or is it lahavaloi v'koshkin lechavate? But the im toimer lechavate yamr Torah, that can't be. Why? Because it sounds like from the Pasik that as long as it's a bar, even if it's moli sfugin shal on the bottom, you're still going to be chayi. My benayot, what's the nafkimina la'alacha between Rav and Shmuel? Iki benayot, the avad goiver b'shosha rabim. Nafkimina would be, what if somebody created a platform in a r'shosha rabim? A platform that's ten tefachim tall. A platform that it would be hard for someone to protect the Shorah Hamar to walk on top of that platform. So now the Shorah Hamar walks on top and then boom, it falls off this cliff. Will the 
person who created this goiva, this platform, be chayef or not, says the Gemara. Later, Rav, according to Rav, that you never chayef for the chavoto, you only chayef for the hevel, because over here you don't have hevel. There was no real pit. The hevel is when you have a physical pit. But according to Shmuel, what's the difference if it's a bar because you dug 10 tfachim deep, or you created a, a bar, an above ground? Bar. It's all going to be the same. My time of the Rav. What's Rav's Makar? So we understand Rav's position. What's his Makar? It says, V'nafal. Shoma Shoyrech That's in the Pasuk of Bar. And we learn from there, At Sheyipal Derech Nefila. It's only if the animal falls Derech Nefila. What's Derech Nefila? Head first. But if it would, meaning it takes a literal nosedive. So the nose is facing the bottom of the pit. But let's say it would fall backwards. It sounds like that's not Derek Nefila. You would be Potter, says Rav. Bishloim, if you chayef a hevel, it makes a lot of sense because when the animal falls nose first, so the hevel affects its breathing. It died because of the hevel. If it falls neck first, facing backwards, it's not affected by the hevel. As it relates to the Chabot, there's no difference if it's Derek Nefila or not Derek Nefila. So says Rav, from the fact that the Torah said Venafal, which I'm interpreting means Derek Nefila, it's a raya that the only time Yechayef Abar is if the Shara Chamar died because of the Havel, not if it died because of the Chavata. Ule Shmuel v'nafal kaldu, mash Shmuel says, v'nafal doesn't mean derech nefila, it means it fell, it doesn't matter how it fell, nose up, nose down, it's all the same. Tanat, we learned in the Mishnah, Mkain lamanam abar, ma'abar sheish b'kdei lahamas asarat fachem, avkal sheish b'kdei lahamas asarat fachem. Mishnah said that not only is the Baal Habar chayef, but if somebody would dig a shiach, a ma'ara, charitzen v'neitzen, you'd also be chayef. The question was, why then did it say bar? Mishnah said. Just like a bar has k'day lahamos, meaning because it's usually asarat vachem, so too the only time you ever get to be chayiv is if it's asarat vachem. The Gemara is being medayik the lashon mishnah. The mishnah says ma bar sheyesh by k'day lahamos asarat vachem af kol sheyesh by k'day lahamos asarat vachem. The question is, what is the words af kol? Coming to be marba. It sounds a little dramatic, a little superfluous. That holds. That derech nafila loved afka. And even if it wasn't nose down, the shar or the chamar fell backwards, still you're going to be chayat because the chi of misa has nothing to do with the hevel of the bar. The chi of misa is because of the chavata. So the afkal is la suye goiva. It's coming la suye, a case where there was no hevel. Either it fell backwards or the original maibenayu of the Gemara, the original ikobenayu of the Gemara, where it fell off a platform. But according to Rav, afkal la suye mai. According to Rav, there's no big chiddish anywhere in the afkal. We're not being marbet to the contrary. It's very limited. You're only chayat as if it's a real bar underground with his hevel, and only if it was derech nefila. So what's this afkal coming to be marba? So the Gemara says, "Lasuye charitzim v'neitzim." It's coming to be marba charitzim v'neitzim. Charitzim v'neitzim are certain types of pits, as we'll see in the Gemara. There would have been a havamina. Maybe you shouldn't be chayiv for that. But the Gemara says charitzim v'neitzim behadik tarilo. It's mafurish in the Mishnah charitzim v'neitzim. That's mafurish. The Mishnah said, "Ma bar af." Siach, Ma'ara, Charitza, Vereitzen. The Av call sounds like it's being marbed something that's not Mephorish in the Mishnah. So the Gemara says, Tani Vahadam Mephorish. The Mishnah mentions the Av call, which suggests that we're coming to be marbed something that you would not have thought to be marbed. In fact, that something is mentioned Mephorish in the Mishnah. It's a Derech to do that sometimes. 
Tani but it's not coming to be marba anything that's not mentioned in the Mishnah. It's only coming to be marba something that's mentioned. According to Shmuel, the Afkal is very inclusive. Shmuel holds the Chavata. So it's Negeya. If there was a Goiva, there was a platform in Rosh Hashanah, that was ten Tfachim high, not ten Tfachim deep. It's Negeya if the animal fell the wrong way. According to Rav, the Afkal is not being marba anything that's not before Rosh in the Mishnah. Because as it relates to a Goiva, you're in fact going to be Potter. And as it relates to the nefila itself, it would have to be derech nefila. Says the Gemara, "Bahani kulo diktani lamali." Why did the Mishnah have to tell me that Yichayev for a bar, shiach, maara, charitzim, veneitzim? So yeah, we're not farmers. We don't. We didn't grow up on fields, so we're not a hundred percent familiar what all these nuances are. But these are all different types of pits, and the Mishnah says Yichayev for every single one of them. Why does the Mishnah have to say that? Says the Gemara, "Tzricha titan a bar." Because the Mishnah only said bar. I mean, I would have thought bar asarud is say havlo. I would have thought that maybe you only chayev a bar because maybe a bar has hevel mishum the cotton because the standard bar was small, it was narrow, the kricha, and it was round. So because of the make the physical makeup of the bar, it somehow creates a hevel. There's a hevel, it's contained because it's very narrow and it's round. So somehow its physical makeup allows there to be hevel. And so for that reason, the Balabar is going to be hevel. But the shiach, which was long, you could have argued, that if it's ten tfachim deep, maybe there's no hevel. So if there's no hevel when it's ten tfachim deep, it has to be ten tfachim deep for it to be gedei lahamas. And there's no hevel if it's not ten tfachim deep, so maybe you should be potter. I would have thought, the cotton. Shiach is at the very least narrow. So even though it's long, but it's narrow. But a ma'ara, which is a square, that's how it's shaped. So it's not narrow. I would have thought maybe over there there's no hevel by a sarat vacham. So there you won't be chayef. That's why the Mishnah had a same ma'ara. Vitami ma'ara had it said ma'ara. I would have thought ma'ara There maybe this hevel, despite the fact that it's not so narrow. Because apparently there was some covering on top of the ma'ara. That's just the way it was situated. So the covering contains the but a charitz, which is both wide and it's not covered, maybe if it's ten falcon deep, there's no havel. That's why I had to say charitz. I would have thought maybe charitz, because at the very least, it's not wide on top. It's not wider on top than it is on bottom. The Eitzin were shaped like a cone. So it was wider on top, it was now around bottom. Again, because of its physical makeup, maybe there's no Havel, so there's some subtlety in terms of the physical makeup of each one of these players. And it's a Chiddush, because now that we've established, at least according to Rav, that you're only chayef for the hevel, so there could have been an argument that maybe there's only hevel in certain types of bayrus. Other bayrus don't have hevel. So the Mishnah goes through the whole list, whether it's a bar, a shiach, a ma'ara, charitza, v'neitzin, there's always considered hevel. If it's ten tfachim deep, it's g'day l'hamis, if enough al-sham, asherach amar, the loch is, you're going to be chayef. The Mishnah said, Moving along, if the pit was less than ten tefachim deep, and a shor chamar fell into the pit, and the animal died, the bala shor or the bala bar is going to be pot. Then huzak boy, if the animal didn't die but was rather only damaged, then the halacha is chayev. So that's an important halacha in bar that a bar that's ten tefachim deep, yichayev if the animal died. A bar that's less than 10 tfachim deep, you're not going to be chayiv if the animal died. You're only going to be chayiv if the animal was 
damaged. And the truth is that we already had this halacha on Daf Gimel Amid Aleph, right in the very beginning of the Masechta. The Gemara over there was discussing the Toldos of Bar. Rapopa said that sometimes Toldos Seyen Kayoitzebehen, feels like eons ago, and sometimes Toldos Seyen Alav Kayoitzebehen. The Mishra said, Arba Ovis Nazikin, Ovis Bechal Deket Toldos, Toldos Seyen Kayoitzebehen, Alav Kayoitzebehen. Rapopa said sometimes, yeah, sometimes not. And the Gemara spent a whole Omer and a half, or a blot and a half, really, from the top of Daf Beis Amid Beis to the bottom of Daf Gimel Amid Beis, going through the different types of Ovis Nazikin, what they're told are and determining whether it makes sense to say told the same kayyitzaban or laf kayyitzaban. Ultimately, what the Gemara come out, it's always kayyitzaban with the exception of Tsreiris, which is a told of regal, and being that there's a Sinai that you pay only chatzin nezek, that's the told they say laf kayyitzaban. But in the course of its discussion, the Gemara said, what are the toldas of bar? And let's determine whether the told of bar is kiyotzvim or lav kiyotzvim. So the Gemara said, told of the bar, my neyu. Ilema of yud, the told of Maybe the av of a bar is when it's ten tfachim deep. The told of a bar is when it's nine tfachim deep. So the Gemara said, lo tes ksivi, velo yud ksivi. It doesn't say mefurish in the Torah anywhere tes. It doesn't say mefurish anywhere in the Torah Yud, but the Gemara said, that's not a taino. But ultimately, the Gemara said, no. A bar that's ten tfachim deep and a bar that's nine tfachim deep are both avos. Why? Zeh of lemisa, the zeh of lenezakin. As if to say, they're both avos. There's the of nezikin of bar when the animal dies, and then there's the of nezikin of bar when the animal was always damaged. Now, what's the definition of an of? Befurish in the Torah. That's the first Rashi in the Masechta. So it's Befurish in the Torah, it's considered an Av Malacha. So Rashi struggle and Toysvis, there's three Pshatim, Pshat Tov in the Gemara, right there on the bottom of the Av Aleph. Where's the Av of Nezikin? And where's the Av of Misa? The Gemara said they're both Avos. One is Av the Nezikin, and the other one is Av the Misa. The problem is they're both not Mefurish in the Torah. So you have here in our Mishnah, this is really the Makar, Tafnunam and Beis. There's the bar that's ten Tfachim deep, which is the Av the Misa, and there's the bar that's nine Tfachim deep, which is the Av the The question is, if they're Avos, they must be Mefurish in the Torah. It's very ambiguous. Rashi and Toysfus, the great Parish and Rashi, wasn't really sure. He didn't understand how to learn Pash Pashan and the Gemara. But I'll tell you something interesting. Rameh Simcha, in the Meshachachma says, I'm going to tell you the Makar. You know what the Makar is? If you look in the Parish of Bar, it's Tupsukim and Parish's Mishpatim. The Chiyiftach is Bar, Oy Kiyichra is Bar, Veloyichasenu, Venafal Shama Sharechamar. So somebody dug a bar, he didn't cover it, a Sharechamar fell inside. That's the first pasuk. The second pasuk is Balabar Yishalem Kesev Yashuv Lebaylov Vameis Yiloi. Says Rameis Simcha Hazorois Mavur. What's strange about these two psukim is very, very obvious. What's strange about these psukim? So you have to be Rameis Simcha to realize how obvious it is. You know what's obvious? Says Rameis Simcha. The Torah said V'chiyiv Tachish Bar V'nafal Shama Sharechamar. It doesn't say the Sharechamar died. It doesn't say that he died. The next pasuk says the balabar has to pay. Oh, and by the way, by mace Allah, he gets to keep the mace, which suggests that it died, because if it didn't die, then there's no mace. What's by mace Allah? But the Torah, when it says that the shor the chamar died, just says, It doesn't say that he died. Let's contrast that with the other parishes in the Torah. If you go through the other parashiyos, it says there was an agicha, the animal died, and then the Torah fears us. How are you supposed to deal with it? Kaifer, whether it's the agicha, that's the shard that stoices a person, or whether it's the agifa, the shard that stoices another shard. The Torah mentions the vomace 
right away. That's what happened. By Bart doesn't say that. Period. Next pasuk, Bala Bar Yishalom Kesev Yosher L'Bailov. That Mesiyah says Rameisiv. You know why the Torah divided it? Because there's Avlin Ezekin and there's Avlin Misa. The second pasuk that says Vamesiyah that's the Avlin Misa. The first pasuk that doesn't say a word about Misa. It's because the Torah has a separate Avlin Ezekin, and that's why the Torah clearly omitted Vamesiyah. Although in the narrative it sounds like it's one long story, it's really two distinct Avos that are being mentioned in these two Psukim. That's why the Torah Bedavka didn't mention Vamesiyah in the first passage. The Torah did mention Vamesiyah in the second passage. Vamesiyah Simcha, like Shai is pointing out, sends you to one of Rashi's to Pshatim. He says it's more Mavur what I'm saying according to one of Rashi's to Pshatim of Akama Aleph. Either way, a little more Gemara. Tanan Hoyepchusin Again, if the pit was less than 10 fachim deep, if the animal was damaged, what's the difference if the bar is 10 fachim deep or 9 fachim deep as it relates to Misa? If you have a bar, it makes sense. You'll argue that if it was 10 fachim deep, it's a longer, it's a steeper fall. As a result, the impact of the chavata could kill the animal. If it's only 9 fachim, not as steep, and it's for that reason, the animal won't die. But if the reason Yechayef Abar has nothing to do with the chavata, it's all because of the hevel. So as long as there's hevel, what's the difference if it's 9 fachim or 10 fachim? Shouldn't it boil down to whether there's hevel or not? Says the Gemara, my time, allowed me from the last chavata, me from the last hevel. No, it's because there's no hevel. When it's less than 10 fachim deep, there's no hevel. But the Gemara asks the obvious follow-up question. Then why Yechayef and Azakin? If there's no Hevel, you shouldn't be Chayef in Nezokin either. Amri, so the Gemara says, the obvious response, ain't Hevel lemisa v'yeh Shavel in Nezokin. The difference between 10th Vachim and 9th Vachim is not in whether it's deep enough for the animal to die, but it's whether there's enough Hevel to kill the animal. It's a very big Kiddush. Rav is being forced to learn the Mishnah in this way. Pashat, the difference between 9th Vachim and 10th Vachim is how steep the fall was. Thus, how powerful the impact was when the animal landed on the ground. But according to Rav, that's nothing to do with the Chavata. So if it has nothing to do with the Chavata, that can't be the difference between 9th Falchim and 10th Falchim. What then is the difference? The difference is whether there's enough Hevel to kill the animal or there's not enough Hevel to kill the animal. Zok to Gemara, Amaisa, above a Kama type story. There was a Shar that fell into an irrigation canal. So they used to have canals to take water from the river to the farm, and there was a shar that fell into such a canal. Shachtei Mare, the owner of the shar, pulled the shar out, he shechted it, and he brought it to Rav Nachman, he asked Rav Nachman, is this a kosher animal or not? And the Gemara says, Tarfi Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman said, no, it's a trefa. It's a specific trefa, you can't eat this animal. Why? Because Rav Nachman was concerned that maybe when the animal fell, it messed up one of its organs. One of the organs that would render it a treif. And as a result, Rav Nachman said, you can't eat this animal. Um, Rav, Nachman, Rav Nachman commented, Had the owner of this shah not shechted the animal, but rather he would have made a very nominal investment. He would have taken a kabba de kamcha, kab's worth of kemach, the azal, and he would have gone, tonabe medrasha, and he would have asked in base medrash, before he shechted it, could I shech the animal or not, that you know what they would have told him? They would have told him that that if it lives for 24 hours from the time of the fall 
then it's kosher because that's a raya that it didn't become a trefa. And lay after they the and then it wouldn't have died. Or you wouldn't have lost it because it wouldn't have necessarily been a trefa. But the Gemara has a problem that's related to our sugi. Because Alma Kusavra Nachman, you see from this story, we're not learning Hilchas trefas. We're more concerned with the fall. We're learning the sugis of Bar. So Alma Kusavra Nachman, even though the standard canal is less than 10 falchim deep, and still Rav Nach was concerned that the animal was going to die. It was, Randall, what does a tray for me? It can't live yud beis So that means Rav Nachman thought that the animal could die even from falling into a pit that's less than 10 falchim deep. What's the problem? from our Mishnah, You see, it can't die. The says, why? It's not why. Rav Nachman learned like Rav. Rab never said an animal can't die if it falls into a pit that's less than 10 tvachim deep. Isn't that what Rab said? Isn't that what the Mishnah says? No. The Mishnah says the balabar is not chayef if it falls into a pit that's less than 10 tvachim deep. When is the balabar chayef? He's only chayef if there's hevel. It's not chayef if it died machmas to chavata. So it could be, according to Rab, that really a pit that's less than 10 tvachim deep could kill the animal. But the problem is, it could only kill it, machmas the chavata, and the bar is not chayef for the chavata. He's only chayef for the hevel. So as it relates to his trefes, we're not discussing chayish mishpat, is the balabar chayef or is the balabar not chayef? So over there, enochinami, that loch is going to be that the animal could be a trefer. Ah, in our Mishnah, you see the Balabar is potter, because in our Mishnah, you never chai for the Chavata, you only chai for the Hevel. And in fact, there is no Hevel. So it says, my time, the less be Chavata, isn't Pshad in our Mishnah, because the animal cannot die if it's less than 10 Tvachim deep. No one says, no one said the animal can't die. Mishnah, the less be Havla. You just, there is no Hevel. And being that there's no Hevel, the animal can't die, Machmas the Hevel. As a result, the Balabar is not going to be Chai. Why are you chai for Huza called Lespe Havla? There's no Hevel less than 10 Tvachim, then why is it Ovlin? When it's less than ten tefachim, Amalei ain't hevel. It means fish hevel in the zakin. Not that there's no hevel at all. Just like the Gemara said earlier, of course there's hevel. The point is ten tefachim or less than ten tefachim matters with regards to whether the hevel can kill or not kill. But doesn't mean that the animal can't die less than ten tefachim. Absolutely not. The animal very much can die. It could die machmas the chavata as it relates to bava kama. We're not concerned with the chavata. Rav Nachman held like Rav that Chavata Karka Oilam who the maskle Eisve another catch of Eisas Skila somebody was Chayiv Skila so they would take him to the base Haskila it was two floors tall Shtei Koymos and when we say Koyma we mean the height Koyma Vilashen height of the average person which is three Amos which is approximately six feet so this was a base Haskila that was t- twelve. Feet tall. The Tani, Allah, the Kaimashaloi, the person who, again, assuming he's three Amois tall, would stand on top of the base Askila so that from the top of his head to the ground, what you're left with is three Kaimas. They would throw him down and he would die. What's the cash of If Rav Nachman's right, that it's possible for a shark to die or at the very least become a traitor, even if it falls into a pit that's less than 10 Fachim, like in that story where it fell into the irrigation canal. Why does it have to be so tall? Three koimos is nine amas, the sixth tvachim in an amma. 
So do the back of the envelope of Ruth. It's 54 Amis. Why in the world does it have to be so tall? But the Gemara says, and according to you, it's better. Everybody agrees 10 Tvachim is enough to kill it. Nabed Asara. Ela must speak to Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman. Amar Abba Rabu. Amakra. It says, And we learn from there, that even someone that's on death row, he's Chayv, he says, Bezden, we try to be nice to him. We try to kill him in a way where it's not going to be too painful. According to Rav Nachman, it could have been maybe 6 Tvachim deep. And according to the Chachavim, it certainly could have been 10 Tvachim deep. But we're making it 54 Tvachim. We want it to be very tall. The reason we want it to be very tall is because we want it, this person should die, he shouldn't be a trefa and be lying on his deathbed for 12 months. We want to kill him in a certain way. May make it a hundred tfachim. It shouldn't have been awful. No, because then there's a fine line. If it's going to be too tall, then maybe he's going to fall, his body parts, his organs are going to splatter all over the ground. So the point is, we're trying to walk that fine line. So you had here Rav Nachman's Ha-Locha, and the Gemara asks a cat. It says kipoil in the parsha of Maka. Kisivne by his chodosh. Vasisa magel legagecha, make legagecha. Loisos viloisos and dami bevesecha. Kipoil anoifal mimenu. So you have to put a maka around your roof because we're concerned that kipoil anoifal mimenu. Somebody may fall and die. So we learn from there. Kipoil anoifal mimenu. Mimenu v'loy betoichoi. What does that mean? Kaitzar hoisar shus rabban gavay mimenu. Asorat vachim. What if a person lived on a level that was beneath the ground level of the Rishos HaRabim? So does that person have to put a maka around his Rishos? Because maybe the person is going to fall from the Rishos HaRabim into his Rishos. Really, you should put the maka around the Rishos HaRabim. But maybe it's his personal responsibility, being that someone that falls is going to fall into his Rishos. Does he have to do that? So we learn from there, no. That in that case... You're not going to be chayiv. The only time you're chayiv is if you live higher than the Rishos Sarabim. In that case, you're chayiv. What's the Gemara's kasha? The Gemara's picking up on a nuance in this b'risa. The b'risa is primarily talking about falling into the Rishos Sarabim, falling from the Rishos Sarabim into the Rishos Hayachim, but it says that how tall does the fall have to be in order to have issues? Asarat Fachim. Or if it was Amukamimenu, Asarat Fachim, that's where you have the Allah of Maka. Because the shirt that fell into the canal that was less than 10 Fachim deep, Rab Nachman said was a trefer. So why does it have to be 10 Fachim? Pasha, you would think, oh, because it can't die if it's less than 10 Fachim, like our Mishnah. But Rab Nachman said our Mishnah is just because of the Hevel, according to Rav. But really, an animal or a person, probably for that matter, could die even if it's less than 10 Tvachim deep. Amalese told him back, Shani bias, Tchalpaks Masar, La bias. Now, the reason over there we need 10 Tvachim is because the Chi of Maka is on a bias. The Chi Sivna bias Chodosh. It's only if it's a bias. If it's less than 10 Tvachim, it's not a bias. It's not going to be that way. Because when you say a bias has to be 10 Tvachim, what does it mean? You would think from the floor to the ceiling, the inside of the house has to be 10 Tvachim in order for it to be a bias. In this case, the bias doesn't sound like you need the inside to be 10 Tvachim. It sounds like as long as the fall is 10 Tvachim, the person that's falling is falling from the top of the roof. That means the thickness of the roof is being included into the measurement of ten tfachim. So to the extent that it's being included into the cheshben of the ten tfachim, then really the bias is less than ten. So how could you tell me the reason you need the ten tfachim is to have a bias? You don't have the bias. 
Because if all you have is ten tefachim with the thickness of the roof, that means the inside is actually. I'm like you going to chok megavoy. It's talking about where he actually dug underground a little bit to be mashlim ten tefachim megavoy from the inside as well. So if you're going to tell me that you really don't need ten tefachim, and all you say the ten tefachim is to be a bias, so why did the exterior of the bias have to be ten tefachim? Let the exterior of the bias be six tefachim. And it's talking about when you dug four tefachim deep. Being that you dug four tefachim deep, megavoy you have ten tefachim. It's considered a bias. You have a fall. Meaning, it sounds like there's definitely a, a magic to the number 10 as it relates to It can't be the magic is to establish a bias because establishing a bias based on 10 Tvachim would mean that the interior of the inside of the bias is 10 Tvachim, not the exterior. So, Monashach, how in the world do you understand this? Really, you're right. Really, you need 10 Tvachim. And you see that from Makkah. So what was trying to say Rav Nachman? When the shar fell, didn't fall ten tefachim. That canal wasn't ten tefachim. Teretz is, the canal was six tefachim. However, the shar itself was four tefachim deep. It was two, four tefachim tall. Mikreis the two la'ara, from the stomach of the shar to the ground, kamahavi arba. Arisa the laloi kamahavi, the pit itself was shisa ha'asar. I mean, Nachman doesn't argue. We're recalculating shitas Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman really holds ten tefachim. Less than ten tefachim yinachai. I the canal was not ten tefachim deep. It was six tefachim. The shar itself was four tefachim. You count the goyva of the shar into the consideration. Therefore, when it falls, it actually landed on Elamas Nisan. The Gemara says the Mishnah Diktani that says Ma'bar Shukidei Lohamas Yutfachim Av Kol Sheish Shukidei Lohamas Yutfachim Bishisanami Sagi Six Tefachim Should Be Enough. Amri says the Gemara Masnisin. Meaning, if you're telling me now that you could take the goiva of the shor into consideration when it comes to ten fachim, so how come in our Mishnah you need that the pit should be ten fachim deep? Even if the pit is not ten fachim deep, shouldn't that be enough? The teretz is, the Mishnah is talking about where the animal was lying. If it was lying down, so you don't have the goiva. But enachinami, if you would have the goiva, maybe not. In fact, the big machlokes rishonim had to walk away from this gemara. It sounds like from this gemara that enachinami, you could have a bar that's an av lemisa, even if it's less than ten tefachim deep, to the extent that the shor was standing. Some say no, that loy pluk. And once the halachi is that an animal that's lying cannot die if it's ten tefachim deep. Thus, the, if it's less than ten tefachim deep, thus the bar would have to be, t- even if it's standing, where you in fact do have the ten tefachim, based on Rav Nachman's methodology, it doesn't matter, still the halacha is, you're going to be potter. So another Mishnah in Perak Shor Shonagach that discusses not the halachas of Shor Shonagach but rather the halachas of bar. It says the Mishnah, bar shal shnei shutfin, a bar that belonged to two business partners of our Oliver So if Ruvain, the first partner, passed the bar, didn't cover it, but he knew that his partner Shimon was going to pass the bar after him. Vahasheni, and then Shimon, the partner, passed the bar, Veloiki saw, and he too didn't cover the bar. And then, Venafal Shama, Sharech Amar, Daloch is Asheni Chayef. Shimon is going to be Chayef. Ruvain is not going to be Chayef. Being that Ruvain anticipated that Shimon was going to come, so Shimon was the last one that had an opportunity to make this bar go away, he's the one that's going to be responsible for the Veloik Yichasenu for not making it go away. The Gemara is going to ask that just because Ruvain has a partner and he knows that the partner is going 
to be following him and he's going to see the bar, that means that Reuven has a right to absolve himself and just put everything on Shimon. The Gemara is going to say, absolutely not. And in order to explain the Pashup Pshan in this one-line Mishnah that we just learned, the Gemara is going to make one of two Ekimtas, but we'll see that at the end of the Daf. Ami says the Gemara. But before we understand the Halacha, what's the Mitzis? You have a bar that belongs to two people. How is it possible for two people to own a bar? Hanicha says the Gemara, Gans Gut is if the Tana of the Mishnah holds like Rabbi Akiva, the Omar who holds Bar Bishusei Chayev, that a person is Chayev for a Bar Bishusei. If that's the case, Mishkach Haslah, it's possible. B'chatzah Shol Shneim. Ubar Shol Shneim. Two partners own the Chatzah B'Shutfes. There was a Bar inside the Chatzah. Being that they own the Chatzah B'Shutfes, they owned the Bar B'Shutfes as well. V'fkiru Rishusan. They were Mavki their Rishus. V'fkiru Bar. They were Mavki their Bar. As a result, you have a Bar that's in the Rishus of two people, which means that the bar is going to be a bar shel shnei shutfin. So that's a very easy explanation for this mitzias of a bar shel shnei shutfin. But the Gemara says, that will only work if you hold like Rabbi Akiva. Who's Rabbi Akiva? Rabbi Akiva and Daf Memtes Amid Beis, who said, Now it's obvious that this Gemara is going according to Rabbah on Daf Nun Aleph. If you remember, there was a Machloikis, Rabbah and Rabbi Yosef had to understand the Machloikis, Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yishmael. It was only according to Rabbah that only Rabbi Akiva holds that a Barber Shusa you're going to be Chayef for. According to Rabbi, Rabbi Shmuel argues and holds you're not Chayef for a Barber Shusa. But according to Rabbi Yosef on Daf Nun Aleph, who said that a Barber Shusa Everybody holds Yechayah for because it says Baal Habar Yishalem, which mashma that the terrorist specifically is talking about a bar that has an owner. It's a bar b'shus harabim where they were arguing. Then this would work, even according to Rabbi Shmuel. But either way, that's the Gemara's kasha. Hanicha, according to Rabbi Rabba. Ali, but Rabbi Akiva, you can make the Mishnah work. But at least, if you learn Barbara Potter, but if you hold like Rabbi Yishmol, Ali, but the Rabbi, and Daphne, and Aleph, that holds, that a Barbara Shusa, you Potter, how's it ever possible? The only way it would be possible is Barbara Rabbi, because you only Chaya for a Barbara Rabbi. Barbara Rabbi, Barbara Shusa, how's it possible for two Shudfin to be Shudfin a Barbara Rabbi? And the Gemara goes through the possibilities. Either Shavashayach, Shavayu, if it's talking about we're Two people together appointed a shliach and told the shliach, "Go dig this barbishos arabim." And the shliach went and he fulfilled the shlichos. In that case, the shliach is going to be the balabar. It's not going to be the mishaleach. Because although there is a halach of shlichos, shluchei shaladam kemaisai, but there is an exception to the rule of shlichos. If Ruvain tells Shimon, "Go do an avera for me," and then Shimon does the avera. The Avera was done, but it wasn't for Ruvain. Because, and digging a bar is an Avera. So, if digging a bar is an Avera, so there's no way that that would be the possibility. Maybe it's talking about where one partner dug five Tvachim, and the other partner dug the other five Tvachim. Says the Gemara, that should be that that who should be considered the balabar, the second person that dug, because the first person, mean that he only dug five tvachim, he didn't dig a bar. So if he didn't dig a bar, he shouldn't be chayev. It's the second one that should be chayev. But the Gemara says it depends. That's all true according to Rebbe, Ule Nezokin, Meshkach Haslah. So who's Rebbe and who's the Rabbonon? And what does this mean when we say Lamisa Ule Nezokin? So the Gemara itself is going to 
ask that question. And the Gemara is going to go into a lengthy discussion of who Rebbe and who the Rabbanon is. So we'll see the Gemara and then we'll go back. We'll understand <laughs> what this Hanich is. But the Gemara says that that's not either going to work. So Amr Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan said, you know, it's possible to have a bar shal shnei shudfin, even according to the manama that holds that the only way it's possible to have a bar is b'rshos arabim k'goyin sh'akru shneim chulio bevas achas v'shlim elasari. You had a bar that was nine tfachim deep or nine and a half tfachim deep and you just had to take a little bit more out of the bar in order to create a bar and two people took the shovel together and they were oiker the chulio bevas achas v'shlim elasari. Being that two people were the ones that created the Makkah in this bar, they're both together, Bishutvis, considered to be the Baliyah bar. So the Mishnah was talking about an example of a bar shall shnei shutfin. The Chiddush of the Mishnah was that overall of Arisha Velaikiso, Vashani Velaikiso, it's only Asheni Chayev. What's the beer in that Chiddush that the Gemara is going to discuss? But before the Gemara got to explaining the Chiddush, the Gemara wanted to know what the Hechitimso was. What was the case? What's the Metzias of a Barshal Shnei Shutfin? So the Gemara said as follows If you hold like Rabbi Akiva, that holds that. Your chayef bar b'shusa hifker b'shusa v'li hifker bar rizel bar hamavater. Then it's very simple. I had a rishus a chotzer. It belonged to two people. There was a bar inside. The two people were mafker the rishus. The bar mafker the bar. It's a pashta case of a bar shalshnei shutzit. Just like two people can own a chotzer, two people can own a bar. The Mar said, even according to the Manama that holds that you're not chayef a bar when it's b'shusa. You're only chayef when it's in a rishusa rabbin. It's still possible. Two people dug that last chulia ve'eshlimay la'asara. If one person would do it, there'd be one balabar. If two people did it together, there'd be two balay habar. But the Gemara, in discussing the Metziahs, got involved in a machloikis rebbe and the rabbanon. That's the Gemara. My Rebbe, my Rabbanu. What exactly is this Machloikis? And this is the third very important Machloikis that we have here in the Sugis of Bar, in Perak Shor Shonogach Esapar. The first was the Machloikis Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Akiva, which is the Bar Amabatayra. Is it Dafka Bar Bishus Arabim? Or is it Dafka Bar Bishusoy Machloikis Rabbim? Rabbi Yosef had to understand that Machloikis Tanah. We had a very important Machloikis Amayram, Machloikis Rabbim Shmuel. When we say that the Balabar is Chayev, Rav said it's Lehavoloi, Veloi Lechavot. We'll see more about that later in the Daf. You're Chayev only if the animal died because of the Hevel, the foul odor that was inside the bar. But if the animal that fell into the bar died not because of the Hevel, the foul odor, but simply because it slammed itself on the bottom of the bar and it died because of the impact, you're not going to be chayef. Because that's karka ilamu damaskele. And you didn't create that ground. That ground was always there. You created the hevel. So if the shara chamar died because of the hevel, you'll be responsible. But not for the chavot. Shmuel argues. Shmuel said, you're right, you'll be chayef lahavole, v'koshke lahavote. So number one, barbashos arab, barbashos hayachid. Number two, lahavole v'loyv lahavote. And here we have a third very important machloikis in the sugyas of bar. It says the Gemara, my Rebbe, my Rabbana. What's this machloikis? Rebbe, Rabbana, Tanya, learn to the Bar, Se'ech, Lachem, Bar, Tishof. One person dug a bar that was ninth fucking deep, which as we saw in the Mishnah, on Daphne, Nomad, Days, we chaz it over the Gemara, on Daphne, Lamed, Aleph, a bar that's ninth fucking deep is an avlin, a zokin. So if a shar chamar dies and gets damaged, the balabar is going to be chayat. But if a shar chamar falls inside that bar and dies, being that it wasn't deep enough where it's considered kedela hummus, the balabar is going to be potter. So you had a bar that was a bar in halacha, 
but only Linezakin, not Lemisa, Ubach, Abashin Lasara. And then somebody else came and he dug a tenth Tefach. So now, not only is it a bar Linezakin, it's also a bar Lemisa. Says the Chachamim Ha'achron Chayev. The person that dug the tenth Tefach is going to be Chayev, Bain Linezakin and Bain Lemisa. Meaning, that's Pashit. If somebody or a Shar Chamar would fall inside this bar now and die, the Achron's going to be Chayev. The first person never dug a bar Lemisa. It was the second person who dug the tenth Tefachim, who now made it ten Tefachim deep. That is the Balabar with regards to the bar. Lemisa. The real Chiddush of the Chachamim is Ha'achren Chayev, even regarding Nezakin, meaning even though already was a Barla Nezakin, so you could have argued why should the second one be more Chayev than the first one? Maybe the first one should be Chayev, maybe they should both be Chayev, but Mehechi Tesi, only the second person should be Chayev. Say the Chachamim, the Halach is Ha'achren Chayev, and in the Gemara it's going to be Mavur, that the reason the Chachamim hold Ha'achren is Chayev, it's based on Psokim, but ultimately the underlying Svara is going to be, because being that the second person created a bar, he took it from being a bar Lenezakin to a bar Lemisa, so he was Mechadish something in the bar, he now becomes the Bala bar, Bein Lemisa for what he was Mechadish the bar, and Bein Lenezakin for what it was anyway a bar. Meaning, if the bar would have been ten tefachim deep, and somebody would have come and dug an eleventh tefach, then even the rabbanu would be moida that they're both chayiv, and the second person doesn't take over because the bar was already a bar lenazakin and a bar lemisa. All the second person did was is he dug another tefach. Being that all he did was dig another tefach, he wasn't a mechadesh in bar both lenazakin and lemisa. Because it was a bar that already, in that case, he won't be high. But that's the Chavim Shito. Being that you created a bar Lamisa, you now become the Baal bar. Not only Lamisa, you become the Baal bar as well. Rebbe argues. He says, that if somebody came and dug a tenth Tefach, the second person that dug the tenth Tefach is going to be the Baal bar Lamisa. Because it wasn't a bar Lamisa before he dug that Tefach. Now it became a bar Lamisa. But as it relates to Nazakin, they're both going to be. And the reason is because the second person is not any more a machutin for the bar lemisa or for the bar lenezakin than the first one was. The first person dug nine tefachim, that's a bar lenezakin. The second person dug a tenth tefach, it's a deeper bar lenezakin. But being that he wasn't the mechadesh, the creator of the bar lenezakin, Rebbe holds, it's true achar achar lemisa, but achar shayim lenezakin. At first glance, Rebbe Shita seems to be the Shita that's a little bit more mistaber. It makes sense that the second person should be achroi for Misa, because without him you wouldn't have a bar Misa. And it makes sense that they should both be achroi lenazakin, because they're both contributing to the bar lenazakin. The first person created a bar lenazakin, and the second person made it even deeper. So it made the chances of damage happening statistically higher. The Rabbanon who said that being that the second person created the bar Misa, he now becomes the sole bal habar. Linezokin, that would seem to be a chiddush, and it's for that reason the Gemara says, "My time of the Rabbanon." How do you understand the Rabbanon? Meaning, my time of the Rebbe, the Gemara is not concerned with Rebbe's sheet that makes a lot of sense. But my time of the Rabbanon, the Gemara says, "Amakra." It says, "Ki yiftach ishbar v'chiyichra ishbar." And the same question that the Gemara keeps on asking: for removing the cover of an existing bar, certainly you should be chayiv for actually digging the bar. Elo, say the chachamim. You know what the reason the Torah wrote Kiftav Chayefer is to teach me the following Allah that if there was an existing bar and then somebody dug and created a bar on top of that bar 
meaning it was night fucking deep, which is a part of the Zakit, and now somebody dug on top of that, made it ten fucking deep, which is creating a new bar. I thought the bar was there already. It was a bar in a zakin. You just created the bar. Lemisa, that lachish is like my serisha. The first person is completely out of the picture, even in a zakin. So it's true. In Svara, the Rabbana maybe would never say that halacha, but based on this drasha, that's why you say this halacha. Why didn't Rebbe dash in the same drasha? Amalach, he'll tell you. You're not following the cheshman here in Perik Shosh and Nagach Sapara. We already learned a lot of things from Ki Yiftach Vichi Yichra. The Gemara and Daphnunam and Aleph had two suggestions to teach me that I'll escape Psich, I'll escape Kriya Baloi, the halacha that Bar Bishus Rabin is certainly Chayev. The Gemara said there's certain Chidushim in the Veloi Chasenu. But either way, Rebbe says, you can't. Can't come here in Daphnun Aleph after learning 50 blood and Masachis Bavakam and tell me I have a kasha why the Torah have to say Kiyichra if it already says Kiyiftach. The Gemara already darshaned this and therefore you can't say this new Chiddush of Lahavi Kaira Acha Kaira. The Rebbe. Rabbanon. What about the Rabbanon? The Rabbanon also. L'churo. You'd have to go back and make all the cheshbonis. Need ki yichra to teach me whatever the Gemara already darshaned it for. So how do they have a right to teach me this new halacha of lahavi kairach? Akari the Gemara says, you're right. That can't be the makar of the Rabbanon. Rabbanon namak mitzvah sriki. Alahainu time of the Rabbanon. The makar to the Rabbanon is, amakro, it says, ki yichra ishbar echod veloi shnaim. That is a halacha where two people dug we look at the Balabar as being one of the two people. Ki yichra ish. Ish is a lashon yachid. That it's only one person. Virabi. Why did Virabi darshan ish as well to teach me that if two people dig this one Balabar and not two Balabar? Because I need the word ish to teach me something. This is again something that we had earlier that if somebody has a shar and the shar digs a bar, you're not chayef for that bar. You're chayef for a bar that you dug, but you're not chayef for a bar that your shar dug. Meaning, even though you're chayef in this came moment, if your shar is nagach, if it gores, if it damages, you're chayev, whether it's karen or regal or shade. So you are chayev for what your animal does, but not for your animal digging up. Rabbanon, the Rabbanon also need the drush of kicha ish babalei shabar, trey ish bark It says ish twice, and one is coming to teach me babalei shabar, the second one is to teach me kaira acha kaira. Virebi, I did the cause of hai, cause of hai. No, once the Torah had to say ish to teach me babalei shabar, it's not a kash anymore, while the Torah said it a second time. But the Gemara says, so it's very good to Rabbanon and have him a car that you have two people that are potentially the baliabar, ish only one is the Balabar, not the other one. Who's the one that's considered the Balabar? The Achron, the second person. How do you know that? Maybe the first one should be the Balabar. It says, right next to the Chiyuv of Bar. Balabar Yishalem Kesiyoshalabaylov Vamesi Eloi, and we learn from there who the Ka'avid Misa, the one that made it into a Bar Misa, he's the one that's going to be Chayev, even for. The hezek that took place, even though it was already a barlon azakin, if somebody went and made it from a barlon azakin to a barlon misa, the halacha is the one that made it a barlon misa is chayef, because it says, balabar, the smichos is coming to teach me that you who are responsible for the misa, you're the one that's the balabar, even in azakin. Faith the Gemara, it sounds like we're darshaning the words, vamesi aloi, vamesi aloi, mi boy lechadi rava, damai rava, shar psuli amikdashin, shar vadavar, pater, someone has a shar, that's psuli amikdashin, what's psuli amikdashin? That's a very important term, you have to know the definition of it when you learn, say the kachin, it's a shar that was hektish, it had a mum, you apoida it, based on the halachas of what you do with a that's a balbum. Once you paid it, it's a shtikul It's not completely chulin. It's treated as a, a special 
class of hektish, it's known as psule hamikdashim. The halach is shar psule hamikdashim shenafal lebar potas. We had sugiyas of shar shal hektish. This is a sugi of shar shal psule hamikdashim. But the halach is the balabar's potash. Remember, we see Eloi that the balabar is responsible to pay for the nafal shama shar chamar, but he gets to keep the mace. And we learn from there, but misha mace shaloi. But if the mace won't be completely his, then you don't have the Allah Zabar, and being that sharp you can't use for your own hishtamshas, Rashi says, you can't feed it to your dogs, you're limited in terms of what it is you're able to do, so therefore the Allah Zabar don't apply, it's learned down from Vamesi Eloi, so how can you use Vamesi Eloi to tell me that the ish, that's chayiv, is the achroin, I need Vamesi Eloi to tell me that there's no Allah Zabar for psuli HaMakdashim, so the Gemara says, V'la me'le shamiminot, v'hudah avid misa askinot, you can learn out too, Rashi says, k'loi matarati shamiminot, you have a right to learn out both things, the Loy, it's Yeh that teaches me that it has to be something that you can use. It has to be something that you have total enough from as opposed to Psule Hamik Dashim. But at the same time, it's also teaching me from the smichos that which person is the one that's going to be responsible. It's the Hahuda of Anisa skin. And in other words, you're able to learn both things from this. Two lines from the If somebody dug a bar that was 10 fachim deep, if somebody else dug another 10 fachim, now it's 20 fachim deep. Then somebody else came and dug another 10 fachim. So now it's 30 fachim deep. Everybody's going to be chayv. For me, I'll ask you a kasha. Somebody dug a bar that was ten tefachim deep. Somebody came and he decorated the inside of the bar. Why is that significant? It's significant because by decorating it, you're making it a little narrower. And by making it narrower, you're increasing the amount of hevel that's inside the barn. Rav holds. So certainly, according to Rav, you're making this barn more potent now because it's the hevel of the bar that you're responsible for. We saw yesterday when the Gemara was discussing why the Mishnah had to talk about the bar and the sheikh and the ma'ar, the chritz and the the narrower the bar, the more prone it is to damage. So by you making it narrower, it's equivalent to making it deeper Thus, the Gemara asks a stira. What's the stira? If someone dug a barasar and somebody else came and dug another ten and then the third person came, made it 30 tvachat deep, another ten, kulun chayavim. Yet, by increasing the amount of hevel, only your achrin chayiv. So is everybody responsible or is only the last person responsible? So the Gemara, I have a very easy way, yeah. The Rabbanon that said that if you have a bar test, which is already a bar lunazok, and then you dug a tenth tefach, you made it now into a bar lomisa. The alochi is a achrin chayiv. So the brisa, the second brisa, that says the one that increased the amount of hevel is the one that's going to be chayiv is going according to Rabbah. Rebbe who said that if there was a bar test and somebody else came made a bar asara they're both going to be chayiv he's the first price so that if one person digs ten and then another ten and another ten kulan chayavim so leh mahar Rebbe harabonon am rezvid no hava harabonon really they're both going to go into Rabbanon ad kalan kami Rabbanon when did the Rabbanon say that the achrin is chayiv that's if the first person, although he dug a bar, but it was only a bar lenazakin. It wasn't a bar lemisa, right? We spoke that out. But if the first person had a fire to a bar, and then someone else just added to the fire to a bar, even the rabbanan meaning the rabbanan only said their halacha by a bar test. The chiddush was that even though the bar test is a bar lenazakin, and when you were mashin lasara, you only created a bar lemisa. You didn't create the bar lenazakin because it already was a bar lenazakin. You still consider the Balabar Lin 
Zakin. But the reason you're the Baal of Bar Lenazakin is because at the very least you created a Bar Lemisa. But to the extent that you didn't create a Bar at all, if you didn't create a Bar at all, because it was already a Fartiga Bar, Bain Lenazakin, Bain Lemisa, without you, in that case, it's Poshit that the Allah is going to be Kulm Chayop. So maybe the both prices are going according to the Rabbanon. The first price that says Kulm Chayov and either Rabbanon hold Achrin Chayev, that's because the second person didn't create any more bar than already was there. He just added to an existing bar, but he didn't create anything. It's for that reason everyone's going to be Chayev. But the Brisa that says that Achrin Chayev is talking about where you actually created the bar. Is that true though? The second Brisa sounds like there was a bar that was ten falchim deep. It has Hevel, so it sounds like it was a Fartig Gabar. You just added the Hevel, and still it says Achrin Chayev, based on what the Gemara just said. That if the Achrin didn't create the bar, you just added to the bar. Then Kulan Chayavim, so how are you explaining the second price according to the Chachavim? Amri Hasim Shlai by Hevel Misa, Ubach Abahisa by Hevel Misa. Talking about where there wasn't Hevel Misa initially, and now you went ahead and you made it Hevel. What do you mean? It wasn't Hevel Misa, it was too wide. So if it was too wide, you didn't have Hevel Misa, you now created the Hevel Misa, that's what you're going to be high. But either way, you don't have to say that the two Brises are one Rebbe and one the Rabbanon. You could say they're both going according to Rabbanon. Ikidami, some had it in the reverse. Amr Azvid, Rebbe. Really both Brises according, according to Rebbe. Zahachtik, Tani Kulun Chayov, and the first Brise that says they're all going to be Chayev Shaper. That's very good. That was Rebbe Shita. That the only time Ha'achrin is Chayev is if without the Achrin you went ahead of Bar. But if there was a Bar without the Achrin, then Kulan Chayavim. So the first price that says Kulan Chayavim certainly works. The question is, how do you understand the second price? Huh? Why in the second price is the Achrin Chayav shouldn't be Kulan Chayavim? It wasn't a bar at all. Oh, if it wasn't a bar at all. Then certainly the Achrin is going to be Chayav. Because that would be the equivalent of where you had a bar test. And somebody else was mashlum la'asara. You now made it tent falchim deep. So the halacha is that lemisa rebbe holds the achron is going to be chayv. Rebbe and the rabbanon only argued. We had a bar test. Somebody made it into a bar yud. The bar test was a bar lenazakin. It wasn't a bar lemisa. You made it a bar lemisa, and then a hezek took place. Do you say that being that you are mechadish bar lemisa, you now become the sole bal habar lenazakin as well? Or being that it anyways was a bar lenazakin, you're not going to be chayv. But if you didn't have a bar silent lenazakin silent lemisa, so you were the one that was mechadish the bar bein lenazakin bein lemisa. That's like. Being mashlim, the bar yud lemiso, where Rebbe holds achin chayev. Either way, you can make it work. You can make these two brises work according to Rebbe. You can make them work according to the Rabban. Oh my Rabbi, if somebody put an evan on the top of a bar, the shlim lasar. So there was a bar that was nine fachim deep. Someone came and was mashlim at lasar. But rather than being mashlim it by digging a tenth tefach, he added to the top of the bar. He put an evan on top that was a tefach tall. So now what you end up with is a bar that's ten tefachim, because the evan certainly goes into the calculation of how many tefachim this bar is. But you are mashlim it not on bottom, which would be the conventional way. You are mashlim it on top. So what's the halacha with regards to the machloikis rebbe and the rabbanon? So the Gemara says there's no difference. There's no difference if you add it to the bar on top or if you add it to the bar on the bottom. Isn't that obvious? The Gemara says no, it's not so obvious. The Metzias is when the shar or the chamar dies because of the hevel in the bar, it's the hevel that's on the bottom of the bar that has the most effect on the shar. So you could have thought that the only reason the achrin is chayv, even though he only dug one tefach, is because the tefach that he dug is the primary culprit over here. Because he dug the bottomest 
tefach, and that's the one that causes the tzaras. But if you added your tefach on top, so say you only shtel to one tefach, and it's the tefach that's really contributing the least. So maybe I would think over there, everybody holds it going to be potter, kamash one, another shayl. Boy, Roba. Tam tefach or vesila gavana. What if you had a bar test? Somebody came and was mashul lasara, and then the person that was mashul lasara stuffed up that one tefach. So he removed what he put there, or there was an evan that he put on the top of the bar, and he removed the evan. Now, what's the lacham? Me and do you say maida of chocolate that whatever he put there, he ultimately removed? Maybe once he took over control of the bar by adding the 10th tefach. He's now the balabar, and the only way he can get away from being the balabar is if he's mechas the bar. But if he's not mechas the bar, not. Kamalei kula The Gemara says, take one more Gemara, Omar Rabba bar barchano, Omar Shmuel bar marta. Bar Shmuel, what if you had a bar, eight tefachim deep, we may hench eight tefachim mayim, but two of the eight tefachim had water inside it. Daloch is chayef. Yechayv even lamisa. That's a chiddush. I thought you have to have a bar asara in order to be chayv lamisa. My timer. The reason is kol tefach demaya ketrei abasha dami because one tefach with water is the equivalent of two tefachim without water. So if you have eight tefachim to have water, so the six tefachim without water are six. The two are counted as double. So it's six, not plus two. It's six plus four. So six plus four is ten. You have a regular bar asara which is av le misa. What's the svara behind it? The svara is. Rav. Rav holds that you only chayiv lahavaloi, and even though Shmuel is the mandomer over here, but Shmuel agrees to Rav that you chayiv lahavaloi, the koshkin lahavaloi, but you chayiv lahavaloi. Havaloi means that it's the ear inside the bar that causes the shor, the chamar, not to be able to breathe properly and die. The water, together with the depth of the bar, that combination has a Effect, thus, one tefach with water is the equivalent of two tefachim without water. Can you take this formula and apply it to other permutations? Meaning, what if the bar was nine tefachim deep and one tefach was mayim? Is it the same thing? What's the shayla? This would be the same thing. Maybe not. Maybe you need a certain amount of water in order to have this chashivas. Being that only have one tefach of water, not two, maybe this doesn't apply. Or maybe, being that it's even a tefach deeper, so certainly you have this far. Or bar shiva me'am shloisha tvachim What if you have seven tvachim plus three tvachim of water? Again, do you take the same formula and say that it's a bar lamisa? Me, I'm really keeping the fishy ma'am. In fact, you have even more water over here. Is lehavlo, you don't keep it lehavlo. Maybe it's not deep enough. Less lehavlo, take it. I mean, the more wasn't sure whether this is a formula that you can apply to all your different arithmetic, or maybe it's only true for a bar shmoina where two of those tvachim had in it ma'am.